0: Hello, it's Ryan from Communication Platform at communicationplatform.org. That's uh, dot .org. And today we are just discussing, uh, so we've gotten some emails about, you know, what are, you know, for our program, Communication Platform, and specifically, because we have a few different things we offer for our free material and free programs that, you know, we we push and, and empower local community leaders and uh, professionals to go ahead and start in their own communities around the world. But what are, like, core goals and uh, of, of us for, you know, poor developing countries. That's a fair question. That's a really important question. And I would just point people to the core goals uh, section of our uh, build a town protocol, um, because build a town is probably the most important thing out of everything we have that we can offer to a um you know, to any one area, any one city, any one you know, town, or small region, or a cluster of villages. This is really the build a town protocol. Is is the core staple of that includes everything of what we got, and it, and it is all driven uh, and carried out by these kind of champion local community leaders, which you can be one of. So, the core goals. Uh, for our entire organization, uh, you know, and again, we're a humanitarian team, not, not an actual organization, but as a humanitarian team of specialists from around the world that are reaching other specialists and community leaders, our goals are as follows, which should be your goals too uh, for your area. These are core measures. Some are used by the United Nations. Some are used by, um, you know, militaries, you know, when they intervene in other uh, nations. Um, a lot are used by local foundations and charities. Uh, some, when well, we have kind of um, uh, further refined, you know, to our own definition, you know, for whatever the local area is, but here, here's the main, uh, the main idea of it. Uh, the first is infant mortality. So, this is a key measure, really, in any society, how many babies die before 12 months one-year-old. And so the document section that really, in our Build a Town Protocol, and again, this is all in there. There's actually a page, if I'm being technical, the actual page, I believe, would be, let's see here. Should be page 15, and... Uh, the core goals. This is uh, literally, or I'm sorry, I think page 14, excuse me. Uh, page 14 core goals for our Build a Town uh, program. We start with infant mortality because this is really, really an important one um, that measures the overall well being of a society. And so you can uh, gather our, the changes that we make through community leaders and working local professionals to improve on this through our maternity section and our pediatric section. Uh, And our goal is a lofty goal that if, in assuming we were able to isolate the data and the statistics of that one city, that one town, that one, you know, village uh, area, and we have good data coming out of it now, the assumption, uh, that we would want to have a 50% decrease in death uh, within the first 12 to 18 months of implementing our changes in program. That's a pretty lofty goal to cut you know, the, the infant mortality in half in the first 12 to 18 months, but that, that is the goal. Uh, and I don't think it's an unreasonable goal if you got everybody on board that that's a huge if, um, and that is measured by pre-chosen clinicians, uh, chosen ahead of time of that area. If there, if it's an area in the bush, as we say, um, you know, that is outside of, um, you know, um, any kind of, um, urban or suburban area where there are maybe no medical uh, people, no nurses, no doctors, then we just choose a neighborhood community leader to go ahead and, and take on that um, that data for us. And they've done that. So that is the first one, infant mortality. And that talks about lots of things in our program about best practices and adaptable best practices for public health handouts for safer pregnancies, prenatal care, um, uh, uh, prenatal care um, adaptations in poor developing areas where you don't have the typical prenatal care infant screening uh, handouts um, and uh, uh, all that stuff. The second one, which is related is the women's childbirth mortality. So childbirth mortality, because in very poor areas, being pregnant, having a baby is absolutely a gamble. It's a risk to a lot of our women, a lot of our young women we work with in uh, the poorest parts of the world. So this is um, gonna be carried out uh, in prevention largely in our maternity section for the uh, medical portion of our section in Town, And um, uh, the goal would be in the first year Again, assuming everybody was on board to have a 20% decrease in maternal deaths of the, of your village or group of villages or town area. Again, measured uh, by um, clinicians who are pre-chosen ahead of time or even neighborhood uh, community leaders if there are no local nurses or doctors. And um, so there's lots of stuff on that. The third very important, especially for some of the more violent areas we work in, homicide rate, homicide deaths. so, total violent deaths of our target area. And this one is going to be not as clear cut in you know, how you carry it out, because as people know, you know, murder rates uh, are, they can be due to lots of different um, uh, social, economic, cultural uh, issues, right? It's not a one-stop shop to go ahead and fix uh, local violence um, in your area. But, pulling from you know changes or practices in local business practice um uh, some of it medical healthcare access um doing the um community policing uh youth leaders we have a whole youth leader section that we would like to see again assuming all the neighborhood uh leaders and the all the local professionals of that entire area were on board um, doing our program, we would like to see a 20% decrease in homicides in the first year as that's a lofty goal, but I do believe it can be done. Uh, this usually is carried out uh, and measured you know by the uh, local community police of the area. And this is also contingent on having real data reporting and not, um, you know, uh, corruption in the data, which is another major issue. And we have sections that deal with all this from uh, public health handouts, our regional economic um, uh, practices, community policing, illegal gun control. Um, We have uh, an entire section, as we said, for youth leaders and cultural change and community engagement. And um, uh, it is something like that; it can be done, but it is uh, definitely one of the harder, uh, you know, more difficult metrics uh, we work on. Uh, let's see. Next is our primary school education. So, looking at um, this would be from our document sec- section for women's rights and primary schooling. Um, uh, so, two two subsections within our document: women's rights and primary schooling. And this is really. It's increasing school access for children across the board. But as you and I know, in most, and again, this is true for Latin America. This is true for uh, poor parts of Asia and certainly poor parts of Africa, getting young girls into school, um, not just um, the the boys, but especially the young girls where there's almost always a humongous gap. And this would be uh, the goal metric would be a 20% increase in Enrollment for young girls um, in primary school after the first year—again, lofty goal. But if again, if the whole community is on board for neighborhood, community leaders, and the local professionals um, of the area, I, I do think that's doable. We do believe that's doable. And then, um, you know, this is obviously measured as a metric by uh, the local public officials of the uh, area. So next up, we have water sanitation. And for water sanitation, we are looking at the um, just really uh, overall uh, lower waterborne uh, disease rates. And this one is a little trickier to measure because it's, you know, it's hard to know from lack of water sanitation and hygiene what amount of disease comes out. We do end up isolating different types of diseases in areas that they can act. They do have the clinics or the hospitals to be able to report on different specific waterborne diseases. They have the lab, uh, the laboratories, they have the testing. So you, cause there are some diseases you just know are coming from dirty water, lack of water sanitation, um, versus, uh, things that you cannot, you know, fault the, um, the water on like, um, something that would not be due to dirty water, like COVID-19, you know, COVID would be something that, you know, you can't blame really on the dirty water. There's other stuff at play for that, obviously. So this is, this is trying to target down waterborne diseases. And that is covered in our water sanitation and hygiene section and our public health handout section. And we do have a lofty goal, of having, and again, this is more in areas where we can target and isolate those waterborne diseases with our local community uh, partner clinics and uh, small uh, regional hospitals in having a 50%, that's 50% decrease in reported waterborne disease after the first year. Um, Again, that's, I will say, there's a lot of stuff that is long-term, you know, uh, for for long-term water projects that we work with our water uh, engineers on, and that, that is something that is, can be years out where you're going to get the fastest decrease and the best bang for your buck, as they say, to go ahead and decrease really diarrhea and vomit uh, related waterborne illness in a community, uh, which by the way, can save children and babies lives uh, because of, uh, you know, they're much more susceptible to dehydration death um, in uh, very arid or, you know, um, humid regions for, you um, uh, having dehydration. And you can go ahead and get this large decrease largely by the local health sanitation practices of the individuals, the people living in your community. So what happens typically with water sanitation is in the first year or two, if I, again, that you know, village, that small town, that neighborhood uh, city section and um, neighborhood, they'll go ahead and they'll have great data in the first year or two after implementing our water sanitation, hygiene, and public health handouts, if all the community and neighborhood leaders really get on board um, and really make a go of this. But then it drops off. And then there's just some waterborne disease that is really tricky that is just not going to get better without other things such as um, you know, a big one we do out in, again, out in, in the bush in areas, you know, um, that are very rural. Uh, we end up needing community, um, like small fences, animal fences to keep local animals out of the water. Obviously, if you're sharing a local watering hole with like the animals, the animals are polluting, um, you know, and get bringing disease to the water hole that, you know, women are uh, going and getting water for their uh, children. So that's not going to mix well. So that's something that keeping um, local animal or livestock separate out from, from uh, areas used by humans, that is a huge you know, um, uh, initiative we have. So that is number five, and I believe we're on number six. We will end with the goal of, and this is the touchiest, and this is the one that is years long uh, in the process and, and much more difficult to measure public policy-wise. And this is land issue, land reform. And, you know, this is probably something that uh, just a lot of international folks, whether it's civil affairs units out of different militaries, they don't know how to really handle the land stuff of the indigenous areas they're on um, because it's such a touchy subject. Um, So foreign intervention uh, military hasn't been able to figure it out. United nations certainly hasn't been able to figure it out. Um, Yeah. Although they're critical of it and and how you know it needs to be done, but they just haven't figured out a good formula for it yet. Certainly, um, international NGOs or even local foundations and charity nonprofits have not been able to really uh, make a dent in this across most places we've worked. Land issue, land reform is by far the trickiest of everything I just uh, named, and. That's from different governance uh changes out of land issue land reform section and voting political representation uh representation section in our build a town protocol. And the goal would be in the first six months to have 10% increase um in what we would call improvement on local people's uh in the in the on the local people's housing or land security measures. And we talk about different metrics used. And and again, that one is. It's also the hardest to measure. It's the hardest to create change in. Um, we end up working with public officials, obviously, um, and local municipalities of the villages or the towns. Um, we also work with some local professors in the area and third-party watch groups. It's it's a really tricky area. It's a really important area. So that's all I have to say about that. It's just, it's just uh, you, you know, it's sad to say, but you will... You will be able to get done probably almost everything else before the land issue, land reform uh, uh, metric and measure for change in in these local areas. Um, And again, I'm I'm not just picking on one area. This is land issues and land reform. We've worked with folks from across Europe, Africa, Asia, Latin America, the Middle East. Doesn't matter where you go. Um, This is a tricky subject. So, um, but we, you know, we offer our governance section for, you know tried and true practices for land issue, land reform and voting and political representation. And that's something that is, is by far going to be the slowest moving change. If I had to choose um, my favorite, where I like to see the fastest, easiest change, that's a nice, easy win. It's the water sanitation and hygiene, getting people to have, just have better toiletry practices, you know, uh, better s- sanitation, hand-washing practices. Um, simple soap distribution and you know across villages or small towns, it, you can just make such quick change so quickly and it's so rewarding. It's probably my favorite. It's also an important one. Um, and so anyhow, there it is. Those are core goals that you should have in your own area for change and that we have also for your area for change. We will see you next time.